Return to Camp Blood, episode 42, on life, the universe, and everything with Tim Schultz. This episode is brought to you by Crypt Keeper 9 Productions. Jesus Christ. Jason's alive. He killed my friend, now he's coming for me. He's got a death curse. Jason's a legend. I'm Mrs. Warrior, an old friend of the Christie's. Jason belongs in hell. You're doing if you stay here. Never come back again. You see, Jason was my son, and today is his birthday. Welcome to another episode of Return to Camp Blood. I'm your host, Chris, joined by my fellow counselor, Eric. What's up, y'all? And introducing Nathan Barker as a counselor in training. How you doing, sir? Good, good. <laughs> well, we hope everyone is having an awesome first day at Horror Hound Cincinnati today. Um, if you're there and you haven't met up with us, find us right fucking now. Um, we'll be the only dipshits in the whole joint wearing Return to Camp Blood shirts. Uh, we'll be banging around for the entire weekend, so, you know, come fucking hang out. Um, also, due to the fact that we're at the convention this weekend, we may not be releasing an episode next week. Uh, we will, however, be putting some stuff up on YouTube and probably, most likely, doing some Facebook Live stuff. Uh, so check that out. Um we're also proud to say that this is th- th- that uh, this past thirteenth uh, marks our one year anniversary in doing the show, and we appreciate everyone who yeah <laughs> yeah, and we really appreciate everyone who supported us this past year, and uh, we hope to continue seeing your support into the next one. Um, so tonight's guest, I'm gonna let Nathan introduce him because they're good friends. Uh, Nathan, take it away, sir. Thanks, Chris. I'd like to introduce a good friend of mine, Tim Schultz from Crypt Keeper 9 Productions, who's been in the hockey mask business for a long time. And you can check out his website at hockeyhorrormask.com. Uh, Tim, we'd like to thank you for being on the show tonight. And I'd like to first just start off by uh, asking, you know, what, what got you into the business to start with? Well, I just wanted to, yeah, I just wanted to say <laughs> thanks so much, you guys, for uh, having me on. Um, but yeah, basically just love of horror, you know, love, love of horror. My grandmother took me to see Friday the 13th part eight or part two, whenever I was eight years old. So, um, you know, it, it all started back then and, uh, got a little bit of training on fiberglass work and, um, just love, love the art, love, uh, love Jason, you know, <laughs> like, so like you gotta you gotta love Jason. So like uh what what sort of drew you to the Friday thirteenth franchise? Uh like I said, I mean Graham my my grandmother took me to see part two when when I was eight and I loved to be scared and I I love to be scared and I just always thought the mystery of the hockey mask and what what was behind it and um you know, there was just so much so much to that franchise. I mean so many other others as well. I mean, just horror period. I mean, I, and even the Wolfman. I mean, if you want to get back to, you know, the Phantom Ron of the Opera, the, Wolf, the Wolfman. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you gotta love the old stuff, in which you know I I grew up on a, on a lot of that, and uh, just was always fascinated by horror and being scared. I mean, it's it's always fun. It's 
it's crazy. It, it sounds crazy to say that, but it's it's fun to be scared. Hey man, <laughs> so. me, me and E used to sit in our dorm room on Friday nights looking at pictures of uh, serial killer uh, uh, crime scenes. <clears> so <throat> I understand what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, probably, absolutely. And probably yeah. Eric was there too. <laughs> <laughs> so um where where did the inspiration um for creating these masks come from i mean i know you said you 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 were introduced to friday at an early age but what made you want to start sort of you know making masks and stuff uh even back then i mean after seeing then part three after that i mean part two just scared the shit out of me i mean i it, it was just it, it was a nightmare but I mean, ever since seeing the hockey mask, I just, I just loved it and wanted to. I've wanted to create it for forever, and then eventually they put those. They put the cheap ones out that you could get at Kmart and Wal. Well, Walmart wasn't really a thing then, not in this area at least. But uh, they were actually decent back then. Like you see the ones now that have like the that look like the radio looking mouth like with the stripe the, the, the circle oh, yeah. with the, you know you see all that it's like where the hell did that even come from i mean the, back, at least the other ones back, were real thick plastic yeah but back then they were thick they were thick and they had they had the six holes at the mouth they had the two holes above the forehead and that you know that was pretty much it but you could work with that and you could make it you could, you could put the holes at the right place and stuff and i used to buy them all the time you know back when i was i was a teenager or you know even younger and, and uh you know i get dad's drill out and and uh you know <laughs> try to make try to make something even back then but uh plastic shavings everywhere oh yeah that i broke several of them i mean get the <laughs> oh yeah get the get the drill going wrong way I, you know i was just a kid a dad probably shouldn't even know i had his drill at that age but uh you know <laughs> who does my drill <laughs> that's yeah. what i got <laughs> right so you know it started back then but uh and uh me and my friend steve we used to make little little goofy movies with the fisher price camcorder uh you know try to make little horror movies we did a halloween movie uh back i don't know it was probably about 15 20 years ago by now we made a crazy um a Michael Myers movie. And... Oh, yeah. I can relate. Um, my first foray into um, podcasting was probably when I had that, uh, what is it called, Talk Boy from, from, from uh, Home Alone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, so after that idea sprang in your head um, and you started working seriously on making these masks, like uh, what was the moment when you knew you know, I fucking got something here. Like, this is something that um, I, I want to bring the community and maybe sell. Like, tell us about that. Yeah, well, it was about it, roughly nine years ago. Um, yeah, this this year being the ninth year that I've been doing it. But uh, I got my uncle uh, makes um, canoes. He, he was he was like probably one of the actually he's probably one of the best canoe makers um in in pennsylvania um and taught me how to work with some fiberglass so from there then i made a sculpt and i laid fiberglass over top of that sculpt after clear coating it and then i pulled it off and then the back of that the back of that became the front of my mask and then I laid fiberglass after putting down some release 
release agent in it, I, I would I would put pieces of uh, glass in with epoxy, and uh, then would you know let it dry for a day and then pull it off and and cut it out and uh, started painting them and and uh, I made a couple up and it just basically for me and my friends and uh, they really liked them and uh, I thought well hey why not <laughs> you know why not so why wait, not try to wait, you know, are, put them on are, eBay are you saying that um, the first masks that you made were fiberglass yes Wow! Actually, I worked. I worked I, with fiberglass I have, I, for yeah, about five I, I, years. I have worked with fiberglass myself um, mm. in the aircraft maintenance world, and yes, I can't even imagine. No, I yeah. can't either. Well, the thing is, the thing is, I bought, I, uh, I bought about thirty yards of glass, and I was buying my my epoxy by the five gallon five gallon buckets. And, uh, unfortunately, I mean, I, I would have liked to kept making them that way because I mean, it's, that's making the whole mask. I mean, that, that's, that's, that's everything. I mean, I, from down to the, the, the sculpt, every, everything that, that was really cool. I really liked doing that because, you know, it's completely my own, but the thing was, I had a lot of problems with the, uh, with, well, with the dust, obviously the dust's really bad. I mean, even if you. Even if you wear a, a Tyvek suit, a mask, everything, um, you know, it's it's still it still gets in you. You know, it gets in you. But but the main problem was actually the epoxy. The the, epo- the epoxy was and and it didn't really have a smell, so I didn't realize the damage it was doing to mm. my to my, You know, I had a lot of pro- respiratory problems and um, and skin irritations. I mean, I, I looked like. If if I would just get a, a pin drop on my finger and rub my eye, and not even know, you know, after I'm done, maybe maybe wipe my eye or something like that, I looked like I was I was beaten up by Apollo Creed, you know. I I my eyes would swell shut completely. It was like a chemical burn. Yeah, so, it'll do that. It will. It's 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 tough stuff. So I had to, you know, I didn't want to quit. I I couldn't quit doing what I, you know, it's what I love doing. So fortunately I found, uh, you know, JDF, uh, Jeffrey Daniel Flynn, uh, for those that don't know, don't know about him. Uh, he, uh, one of the greatest blank makers there are. I mean, it, he's uh, been doing it a long time. And, and, uh, so I got a hold of him and great guy to deal with. I mean, he, uh, really quick on shipping and, uh, great communication. You know, it's you guys, I mean, Matt, mask makers in general, good ones. I mean, you guys have, you guys have the color down so well and people don't, people think that it's just a, a yellow or a Brown or whatever, but it's, it's an amalgamation of all of those colors. And oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, pl- plus you're, you're, you know, when somebody, uh, you know, once a certain scene, um, these guys, you know, you're, you're looking at the lighting, so you, you're you're making the mask based on what the lighting looks like. So it exactly. may not, yeah, it may not be like, okay, so in part three, his his mask is pretty much white, but depending on what scene you want, um, that white could change to you know, oh yeah, some other color. yeah, so, yeah, yellow, yeah. There, I mean, there's yeah, there's yellows and um. 
there there's a big there there's a lot of people you know collectors and stuff like that you know they want a certain thing they they want a, the way they see it and i mean there's there's some that that um you know they they don't see the yellow in it and they they get angry if it, if it has has that yellow <laughs> you know see, i like i like when my customers communicate with me you know, I, you know, I always, uh, reach out, you know, reach out to them and see exactly what, what, when they order something, I, I want to make sure when they open that box that, that they're, they're just tickled shitless, you know, that that's, that's the only way I can put it. I, I want them to be so happy, you know, and, and that's, that's a big part of it. You gotta, you know, gotta work with, with the people, but then at the same time, the customers have to also, you know, communicate back, which, you know, sometimes they don't, most of the times they do because, you know, they, they spent, you know, a hundred plus dollars on something. They, they want what they want. And I, I like when people communicate, it's, uh, like I said, it doesn't always happen, but most of the time it does. Well, I mean, uh, uh you know, try, uh, pulling on that thread, um, in your time doing masks, what is the funniest or strangest thing that uh, maybe somebody has asked of you to do with a mask? Um, I, I've had, uh, I don't know if you guys know who James Azriel is. Um, and uh, there's also a guy, uh, Karma Gagata, uh, Joe, Joe, Joe Johnson's his real name. And he's he gets pretty creative on me too, but uh, I did the holiday hawk, the holiday hawks for James Azriel. Um, they get posted around. If you look around Facebook, like the you'll see yeah, the I've Easter mask. I I pay, uh, yeah, I painted it sort of like an Easter egg, and the you know I had the um, the Valentine Voorhees and the um, old Gory, which is can be used for either um, you know Veterans Day or. Um, or uh, July Fourth, and it's cool to see them. It's neat to see that people are posting and posting those pictures around and stuff of uh, you know the mask paint painted up red, white, and blue, and with thirteen stars. I mean, there was a lot lot went into that. Um, as far as Joe, I mean, he's he's had me do. I, I did a uh, the demolition mask from uh, what. A, the wrestling i'm not a huge i'm not a huge wrestling fan so i don't really remember them too much hack and slash or whatever it was like a tag team they had uh these these hockey masks like leather they looked leather they're black with all kinds of spikes and stuff coming out um i remember now yeah made made that that was the that was the craziest one because i actually i had to get my mom helped me out Cause she does sewing. She um, actually has a business where she makes speaker covers for bands. And um, she uh, helped me design the hood part for the back that attached, you know, it's, there's like a hood comes back down over and then there's um, spikes, you know, go down, down the hood as well. And I actually put like a hundred spikes on that mask and it took it took day. I mean, it was it, that was a project and a half. It was, yeah, that was ah, a good awesome. one. I'm but, sitting here uh, looking yeah, it at fun. it. Yeah, and I, I, I'm wild. Now, what, what where did what did you draw from for the retribution mask? Because I can't take my eyes off of that mask. Oh, the you mean uh, yeah, it's the crackle. 
It's yes, it heavily is. crackled. Yeah, that's uh, that's something that fortunately it's one of one of the customs that um, it was originally actually uh, gonna be for sort of the Survivor movie. Patrick Dobson, a friend of mine. Uh, came up with an idea to get Adrian King, um, Amy Steele into a movie, and he wanted me to design a mask for it. And that's where that sort of came from. I wanted it to be something just, you know, it just looked like it had been buried forever and, and uh, you know, really, really heavily crackled. And um, that that's what that, that was for originally. Unfortunately, it never happened. Um, I knew Amy and, and Adrian were really on board for it. They wanted to do it. We were talking to Patrick, and I don't know if they talked to Sean Cunningham, but I don't know. It just never never came through, but it just sort of stuck as, as one of the masks I offer. Um, I, yeah. I would definitely say stay tuned to Return to Camp Blood for that conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That'd be nice. That that'd be nice. It was uh, it was pretty cool. I, I met Sean um, at Monster Mania. I think it was last year, and um, it was it was funny how I met him. I we partied all night until five in the morning, like we usually do. I got up. I got down to my table. It was you know not even it was not even open. He wasn't even to his table yet. I'm sitting there just kind of looking down, trying to get my head together. And I look up, and Sean's there with this big-ass cell phone. Like, <laughs> and he's like, ask me if he can take pictures of my work and stuff. And I'm like, well, yeah. Yeah, it's like, my God, please, yes. And I, I gave him a card, talked to him a little bit and stuff. And I always kind of hoped that he would he would contact me and ask me to, you know, make a, make a mask for a movie. But... Hasn't happened yet. <laughs> that'd be that'd be a dream. That'd, that'd, that'd be a dream come true. Hell, I just want to be in a fan film. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd like that. <laughs> Cutting trees down and shit. <laughs> I know that I had seen before Tim, where you had actually, uh, with your music background and your drumming background that you had actually had a chance to do some drumming for uh for tom mclaughlin with your band i, I just wondered if you had anything you wanted to share about that experience oh, the- yeah that was another that that was so fun i mean uh you know it was a tough show uh you know we didn't have have exactly the the crowd that we had hoped to have you know had hoped to have but uh yeah my friend wayne uh, wayne golden that I'd met through at several conventions and stuff, um, you know, asked me if I wanted to play in a, play in a band with them, that they were going to be, they had a show book that they were going to be playing with Tommy McLaughlin. And, and uh, so we learned uh, 10, 10 original songs that Wayne and Jamie wrote and got that together. And then we did, uh, we did the monster mash and he's back the man behind the mask. Um, People are strange and sympathy for the devil with Tommy McLaughlin, who was he was at the show, and uh, we've been communicating with him back and forth through Facebook and stuff, and um, he was you know really responsive, and we we had ideas, the songs we wanted to do with him, and 
and we actually had more songs we were gonna do but because of the the owner of the the venue that we played in um things got really screwed up um you know he didn't want to mic he didn't want to mic the guitar or the bass cabinet um he only mic my my bass drums and uh, and uh, the snare I put a big boom mic up over me and he was totally ignorant to us because he wasn't happy with how the show went but that that part of playing with Tommy was uh, was one of the most fun, you know, and exciting things that, and musically that you could do. I mean, to get to play, he's back the man behind the mask with the man, you know. It, it was really really cool. Absolutely cool as hell. Yeah, it was it, it was a fun oh, yeah. fun night. I, I did have a chance to watch that video, and you, I think you guys sounded awesome. Um, oh, I know that, yeah, thanks. Obviously, some issues going on and whatnot, but you know, to anybody that watches the video, I think they can definitely appreciate that, and I think it sounded great. Yeah, well, thank you, man. Yeah, we, yeah, we had, we did it through. I, I think uh, with what we dealt with with the venue owner, and and it showed a lot of resilience in the band. I mean. There was a point where he he just, he wanted us to just pack up and leave, and we we went we drove over five hours to get to this place to do it. Packed up all the equipment. We worked hard for months, you know, and and uh, it was just all, all all the stuff with Tommy. Obviously, we didn't get to rehearse, so it was just you know it was kind of a nightmare dealing with him. But once we got to playing, you know, we just hit shit hard and, and uh, played played hard and. It's a lot of fun. We look back at it now, and it's it's good accomplishment. You know, it's, yeah, no it's doubt. It's a lot of fun, no doubt. <clears throat> so, and I just wanted to say, Tim, man, thanks for being on the show. I I, I really appreciate it. Thank you so well, much. Thank you. And like I said, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I, I know we well, had um we had some uh huge technical difficulties, and we're recording this <laughs> like two and a half hours late. Um, yeah, that's fine. But um, you know, how can our listeners get in contact with you uh, on the web? Um, they can either uh, hit me up on my Facebook page, uh, Crypt Keeper Nine Productions, C R Y P T Keeper K E E P E R Nine Productions, um, or Hockey Horror Mask, or Hockey Horror Masks dot com. Um, they'll take you to the same place. Uh, you know, send me a message. Um, my numbers on the my numbers on my uh, Facebook page. My numbers on my website. People can call me. You know, I'm I'm all about meeting people and talking to people about stuff. And you know, either way, <laughs> you can get a hold of me any way you want. <laughs> all right. Well, I I will have a link in the show notes um, to those uh, sites at campclubpodcast.com slash forty two. Um, yeah, man, uh, to echo Eric, yeah, we really appreciate you being on the show. Um, I know you're, yeah, well, thank one, of you, the, man. Um, you're one of the, uh, heavy hitters in the, um, in the community. Um, so we appreciate you taking the time out to talk to us tonight. Yeah, well, thank you, man. Well, thanks so much. And, and yeah, and, just, uh, just to reiterate, um, you know, to all those at Horror Hound this weekend, you know, come, find, uh, come find us. Um, we'll be there. Um, the only the only person that won't be there for us to, uh, this weekend is is E, uh, because he's active duty military and he has some uh, prior engagements. Um, 
But uh, yeah, literally anybody who has anything to do with the show, other than E, will be there. <laughs> and I'm I'm talking about um you know the host um um uh, Brenda who runs who who helps run our Facebook page. Uh, Nathan will be there. Um, Tara, who you you just heard on our our, our Jason Takes Manhattan uh, episode, yeah, we'll all be there. <laughs> so um, if you see some assholes running around in Return to Camp blood shirts, it's us because we have not sold them to anybody else. <laughs> nope. Say hi. We have fun friendly. with Ted yeah, White. Yeah, yeah. Have, come up, come have up. fun. Have fun with Ted White, man. I, you know, make sure you, <laughs> yeah, you get to talk to him a lot. He's he's a great guy. You're gonna, you're just gonna love him, man. I, he's. I don't know. He guy. threatened to kill me. He did threaten to kill Eric. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! In a joking way. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever the fuck you listen to this show at. If you want to support us financially, head over to CampBloodPodcast.com/slash/donate. Uh, if you think you or someone else you know should be featured on the show, you can hit us up at campbloodpodcast.com slash feedback. And um, a special thanks goes out to the Down River Rat for our intro and outro music. You can check his stuff out at uh, thedownriverrat.com. Until next time.